Hi, I'm Catherine Gray, founder of She Angel Investors and co-founder of the She Angels Foundation. I'm also the podcast host of Invest in Her and an award-winning producer, author, and TEDx speaker. Our show, Invest in Her, features phenomenal female founders and funders. As you know, women receive less than 2% of venture capital funding. Our series is about accelerating the funding of women by connecting them to funding resources. Let's meet today's guest. Welcome to the Invest in Her podcast. I'm your host, Catherine Gray. Today, I have on another amazing trailblazer in the health and wellness arena. She had many challenges early in life, and it prompted her to then start a really unique program that is being rolled out in companies across the country. You might have seen her on NBC or CNN or one of the other networks. I'd like to welcome to the show, Mika Leah the CEO of Gumi. Hi, Mika. How are you? Hi, Catherine. How are you? Great, great. Well, uh, before we get started, uh, I want to talk a little bit about your background. And by the way, everybody listening, we were just talking about that Leah was born in Michigan, grew up in SoCal, but right now she is coming to us from New Zealand, one of the places <laughs> on my bucket list. Yeah. Yes, How do you like it there? It's good. It's amazing. The people are so lovely. You know, I've heard it's so amazing there. What brought you to New Zealand? Just curious. Just a small sabbatical, the uh, education nice. abroad program opportunity for the children. And my husband had citizenship here and wanted to come back and take the family. So oh, how wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. So yeah. you all actually reside here in Southern Cal. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, um, Let's get started about, you know, your unique background and Gumi, uh, which, you know, came to me from uh, an investor friend, uh, Wendy Ryan, uh, who's yeah. part of our film that's coming out. Uh, that's about, you know, the underfunding of women and how we can change that. And uh, she was just raving about you and your company and your amazing story. So I really want to share your story with everyone because, um, you know, I know you had a lot of health challenges before you were even 36 years old that prompted you to do what you're doing today. And I think often people do create uh, jobs out of, I mean, uh, businesses out of um, something that's happened in their life that was, you know, um, a, a a big event in their life and it mm -hmm. impacted them. And I see that that's what happened for you. So let's talk a little bit about that. What, what were your challenges in, in your thirties that are uncommon to most, to most, you know, people at that age? Yeah. So long story really short is that I spent two decades as an advertising executive for companies like Apple and Nissan and Epson computer or Epson printers um, but I'd always been an athlete. I love fitness and wellness. I was a cycle instructor and a yoga instructor, and I would teach classes before and after work. I was even, I even ran a half marathon a couple months after my daughter was born and long story, very, very short. I basically found myself, uh, being wheeled into emergency heart surgery wow. three weeks after my 33rd birthday. Oh and God. so when I came out of, I had what they call the widow maker. And when I came out of surgery, the doctors just looked at me and said, you are so lucky to be alive. Wow. And I had this huge epiphany that life is short and we should all do what we love doing. 
Um, and I had also the realization that I wanted to make a difference in the world. If my life on this earth was shorter than most, I, I really wanted to help others. And I pared down kind of what, what I was passionate about and what I loved doing. And I, I knew that I loved helping others get healthy and happy. And so I thought, what if I could create a company that brought health and wellness into the workspace to take out all those excuses? Like I have client dinners or I have too many meetings or my kids have after school things. And so Gumi Group was created and we are a health provider that specializes in corporate wellness solutions. I love that. And these are actually, some are on location, some are uh, online, um, you know, uh, uh, and you work with, I, I see here in your mm -hmm. synopsis that you have like over 500 fitness instructors. This is rolled out across the country in some very big companies. Yeah, um, yeah. Can we mention a few of those? Sure. Um, <laughs> we work with uh, companies like Sony PlayStation, um, the Trade Desk. We work with Experian. Um, yeah, I mean, tons of Fortune 5, you know, Fortune oh, 500. Hulu, and... Hulu, my favorite channel. Yes, Hulu. Yeah. yeah, we worked with Hulu for like five, six years. So we're in transition now that they got bought out by Disney, but we still have our conversations with them. Great, great. Now, what is it that you do? So here people are, you know, working so hard, like you said, so many meetings, they don't have time for their health. What is it you bring to the workplace? It's like um, they could go and take a yoga class or they could, you know, what, what does it look like? Yeah, basically it's anything that our clients want. Um, we pride ourselves on being able to offer, offer services across six pillars of health, everything from fitness to finance. So yoga classes, cooking demonstrations, on-site chair massages, health fairs, really anything that our clients want. We pride ourselves on that we can service in any city in the U.S. So, and if we can't, then we have great partners that we can recommend. I love that. Yeah. Uh, right now, and this is what I usually have on the show, is either a founder looking for funding or, you know, someone that does funding uh, for female founders. And I understand that you are um, looking to raise money. Um, and so where are you at in that stage? Are you uh, at pre-seed or, or, or are you looking to raise a series eight? Like, where are you at in that process? Yeah, we're currently raising our seed round and we're calling it a seed round because while we've been in business for a while, we made the huge transition to be able to offer a SaaS platform. So because we're funding the SaaS platform, we decided to call it a seed round. Um, so we're raising a $1 million convertible note for the seed. Um, and we've currently raised, you know, 60,000 and soft circled another about 100,000. Right. And you had to share with me your goal is a million. Yes. Right. Goal is a million dollars. I would think you would have maybe even a big corporation come in and get behind you because they want this program for their locations around the country. You know, um, when you pitch your business, can you give us like a, a little overview of the pitch? Yeah, sure. So my 32nd is we, you know, my name's Mika Lea. We are, we're, um, I'm the CEO and founder of Gumi Group. We're a health provider specializing in corporate wellness solutions for HR directors, insurance brokers, and insurance carriers. 
And we are disrupting the industry with um, by giving access to the three customer segments to all to the information that they want in the same dashboard, same data, same dashboard, allowing them to work together to increase employee engagement by 3x. Love it. Love it. So it really does like healthier, happier employees make a more healthy environment, more profitable company, right? It all exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I love that. And so um, what type of financing are you doing? Uh, Is it um, debt or is it um, equity or, you know, what, 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 you know, what type of, uh, is it a safe? What kind of investment would someone make in your company? Yeah. So right now we're offering a convertible note with a 20% discount and 8% interest. Um, We have put a valuation cap on it. So, and it's pretty low. Um, And we're, you know, I think as women, when we're raising, we tend to be real, really realistic (laughs) in our numbers. Um, So all of our numbers are based on, on research and similar companies or, or similar industry, like the same industry and, um, we think that we're going out there with a really doable, we've, we're doing $1 million in revenue this year. So be, even though we're doing 1 million in revenue this year, we're still asking for a million dollar convertible note. Right. Right. Very conservative. Yeah. 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 Um, wh- what do you see? Like, when did you start this company? So I officially started it in late 2015, but it wasn't until COVID hit that we really pivoted our business into the digital space. So prior to COVID, we were an on-site only fitness and wellness company. And then when COVID hit, we transitioned into the virtual and on-demand space within 48 hours um, to really get 98% of our clients back on track. And after, um, after COVID, we had, you know, a digital epiphany, if you will, in which we saw the huge opportunity to be able to scale and grow our company into a multi-million dollar enterprise company. And that's really when we started our uh, platform idea and the market research and the build. So we've only been at this, really, the digital space for about a year and a half. Cool. And that's, uh, you know, I think that's so smart that you pivot it. I mean, um, a lot of people didn't pivot and that, you know, put them out of business. So, you know, you know, brilliant that you pivot it and and what an amazing way to bring health uh, and fitness opportunities to the workplace. Right. Uh, Especially with people working from home, you know, so many of their employees. So let's uh, tell everybody a little bit more about your story. You know, here you are, this picture of health, uh, running and doing yoga and really eating right, I'm sure. Um, what were the reasons that, I mean, I, I, I've read here that you have five stents. That's, that's, that's crazy. Like, was it a hereditary thing? Yeah, the, um, yes, the heart disease is definitely hereditary, which is why I ate healthy and I exercised all my life. Um, And then I think it was really a lot of stress. You know, I was an ad executive um, working, you know, 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., lots of nights, lots of weekends, um, lots of pressure from a sales standpoint. And and so, um, you know, after after my second surgery, I really just, you know, had a, a, 
heart to heart with my mom. And she was like, you know what, if money were no option, what would you do? And, um, and I said, you know, I would work for a charity. And she said, you know, what kind of, what kind of charity work and why, and why don't you really sit with yourself? Um, and so I did probably what most people don't do. And I just sat and, you know, whether I just kind of sat with myself, you know, I meditated as woo woo as that sounds, but I meditated. I'm a big believer in meditation. I think that's (laughs) when we get the downloads of, you know, solutions or what our purpose is or calling. No, I I'm a big believer in that. Yeah. Yeah. And so I love your word for download. That's one of my really good friends. Um, Marisa, that's her word for it. And I just love it because it is a download. Um, and so I spent a lot of time in meditation and, and really the idea came to me that, you know, this is, you know, what do I love doing? And I, I wrote a lot of notes, like it was a lot, a lot of writing and journaling and scribbling and, and really figuring it out. And so that's really when Gumi Group was born and it was a slow process and all, you know, to all the entrepreneurs out there that are like, I don't know what I want to do, really diving into what makes you happy and spending the time and, and really connecting that with your personal mission. Like what's your mission in life and how do you connect the two? And then to just spend the time with that and just start, you know, when I started, it was just a, everybody kept asking, you know, do you need money? Do you need money? Do you need money to start? I said, no, it's just, you know, offer these services and get the money back and offer these services and get the money back. And so, um, one of my mentors said, just start, just do it, see if it works, just start it. And then, you know, over the course of these years that we've been doing it, it's really blossomed almost like a, everybody, um, likens it to a child, but it is like a a child because, you give birth to the baby and you try to teach it good manners and everything else, but it kind of turns into its own human, right? Right. So yeah. the company was very similar in that when I started it, it was one idea with really simple um, beginnings and then it transitioned into something else and it blossomed. And then with that transition into the digital space, it's blossomed into something that I would have never thought, you know, five years ago, that it yeah. would be where we are today. Yeah. And I think anytime you're building a business, it always, you know, like you said, bobs and change and pivots and, you know, uh, always is something that we didn't see yeah. in the first place. But um, yeah, the back to the meditation, you know, our lives are so busy. How would we have time to even think of an idea or what our purpose is if, if you don't slow down to like meditate and allow those uh, thoughts to come into your mind? Um, so I, I definitely agree with what you're saying with that. Um, now it's interesting because more and more entrepreneurs are launching like socially conscious businesses, which is really what yours is, um, which is kind of like a profitable form of working for a nonprofit. Now I know you also do nonprofit work that ties perfectly into what you're doing for your for-profit work, which makes sense. Um, you're a, a Go Red ambassador for the American Heart Association, and I know you speak uh, on their behalf. Tell me a little bit about that program. Yeah, so um, really, it's the opportunity to share my story with as many people as possible. So um, I found the American Heart Association after my heart stents. And um, 
in finding them, I realized I wasn't alone in my battle and that there's tons of women out there and that actually one in three women will be affected by heart disease in their lifetime. And um, I've had the beautiful opportunity to meet other, I call them my heart sisters, um, other people with stories similar to mine and to be able to share that story. And so my goal with the American Heart Association is to share my story as many times as I can in the hopes that I can one day save a life. Um, Let me interject right here because I I had a, not many people know I had like a a blood clot situation in my 40s. So I was young too. And I know that's unheard of and I think it's hereditary. Um, What, you know, if, you know, since you're talking to people that are, affiliated uh mm-hmm. when you're talking to these groups with the american heart association what what is the preventive like you were doing everything to prevent it so really you know i know you've rolled out this program and and people should all be listening participating you know you just mentioned one in three women has you know heart issues you know that's a lot obviously what is your advice what is that advice you give if uh yours was hereditary like what is that solution what is that advice yeah you know my advice is that our health is holistic it's not just like we were talking about meditation a second ago um health is really holistic it's in all aspects you want to be healthy you know with your physical health and then it's really important to be healthy mentally um i think also if you I think spiritually in terms, not in spiritually in terms of, you know, God and like this will work for atheists too, but it's, it's having that purpose. And I think that spiritual is that purpose, um, having a purpose in life. Um, and then I think even financially, spiritually, you know, healthy, healthy financially is also important. So there's these, these different and, and socially, socially is massive. Um, and so being healthy on the various areas of, you know, nutrition and social and mental and physical and financial, like all of those are, are really important or personal, um, you know, where it's your, your physical, your personal, personal health, I think is, you know, your heart or diabetes and things like that, that go along with your personal being. Um, and I think it's important to look at health from a holistic standpoint. So, like um, in other words, you were saying, uh, I, I know you had like 17 years of like stressful executive work that you were doing for some pretty big companies. And so um, where probably that expertise lends itself to you being a successful business owner, yeah, you're, yeah, you're saying it was just way too stressful. And sometimes corporate America is like you said, you know, um, not to say entrepreneurship isn't a lot of hours, but um, one of the things that you said, I think I really want to hit home with people is when your mom said to you, if money was no object, what would you be doing? And I think that's the way people need to be living their life is if money was no object, what would you be doing? Because the chances are, if you're doing what you really love and were meant to do your purpose on the planet, you're probably going to make money doing it. And so that is something that everybody listening today should take a, and assess in meditation, allow the download as to what they would really be doing if they could be doing anything, because if they're that passionate about it, they're going to be successful at it. And then just also, you know, what you said just now is so important that people have a balance, right? It's not just working out and eating right and 
all of those things, but the spiritual, emotional, financial part of it, having that balance across all of those areas. So I'm glad that your company, uh, Gumi, uh, addresses all of those buckets. Well, I would like to change the word balance for a second. Okay. Um, Because I think that through life, we think that there's supposed to be this like beautiful balance of I'm healthy here and I'm healthy there and I'm healthy here. And the truth is we're never going to be balanced, but the goal is, is to try to even it out. (laughs) And I don't know what the word is, but I feel like for so many years, I tried so hard to be balanced and it would be, you know, that analogy of I'd be juggling one thing and I'd be a great mom Uh, and I'd be doing a great work and I'd be connecting with my kids and I'd be spending time with them, but then work would kind of fall here, but it's that constant juggling that I think we need to realize that you can only truly have two balls in your hand and the rest of them are up in the air, right? When you're juggling, right? right. So it's really not about the balance necessarily, but the juggle and realizing that priority. Um, and I think to, I think it's about prioritizing yourself um, prioritize your health, prioritize your mental, um, prioritize the financial, um, prioritize the purpose. Uh, and so it's, it's about the priorities and, and it's okay to, that your priorities will change. Right. You know, this week I'm super hyper-focused on a pitch coming up, um, next week and I'm day in and day out with that. But I also have to prioritize, like, listen, I can't focus on that 24 seven. So yesterday I said to my husband and I said it in front of the kids, which was funny, but I said, I need you to take your wife for a walk. <laughs> and, um, and my son kind of joke, it was my son or my daughter kind of jokingly was like, don't you take the dog for a walk, mom? <laughs> and I said, it, it's true, but I need him to take me for a walk because if I, if I don't ask for him to take me and if I don't have somebody to go with me, then I'm probably not going to prioritize myself in this moment. And I needed that fresh air. And so for me, it was, um, it's that priority or in the afternoon. And we've talked a lot about meditation. So, um, and that downloads and allowing the time. And I think so many of us, especially, you know, those of us that are juggling the, the million things, right. We don't prioritize ourselves, but a meditation can be as simple as taking two minutes to breathe, just literally taking your phone, setting a timer for three minutes, two, three, five, ideally five, um, a few minutes to just sit and breathe. And that is a meditation in and of itself. That is enough self-care. Um, and just taking that time makes the world of difference. And um, when I, I've been recently over the past couple months, been looking at my life and being like, how did I ama- like land in this amazing life? And I'm like, I don't know, like, what did I do? Right. Whatever I did, right. I want to keep doing. And I realized that it, it, a lot of it is that meditation practice. And, and I haven't, I'll be honest, my physical right now, I am juggling so many balls that my physical has been way put on the side for several months now. <laughs> now. And, but my mental health is there. My, you know, the financial health is there. The work, the work is there, but the physical has just been that one that like that ball dropped (laughs) and I'll have to pick it up again soon. But the meditation is a really easy thing. We all have, you know, I always, um, while I stand on my soapbox, but we can all, we all have like spend five minutes on Facebook or Instagram or Pinterest or whatever, our crutches on social media of some kind. But if we took two to five minutes for our mental health, that transition and that 
whether you have the downloads or not, like good things end up happening. Um, and it's such a good practice and we all have those two to five minutes a day to be able to sit and breathe. So that's my biggest advice. Even if before you get up, I I always say, do it before you even get on your phone. Cause I know I follow Brendan Bouchard. He says, you know, don't let the phone hijack you before you get a chance to meditate. And then also, you know, I've heard from other thought leaders like Marianne Williamson, you know, two to five minutes of meditation in the morning will set the tone of your whole day. And yeah. I know my wife and I feel that way. When we meditate in the morning, the whole day just goes happier, healthier, calmer, because yeah. you're starting the day calm instead of in a dither, right? Exactly. So, wonderful advice, Micah. Um, so love what you're doing. I know you're changing lives across the country with Gumi and uh, hope more corporations sign up, investors come on board because uh, it's an amazing company and an idea to help perpetuate health in our workplaces. Thank you so much for the work that you're doing. Um, How can people reach you? Yeah. So if they want, we're on Instagram at Gumi.group. So G-O-O-M-I. on LinkedIn is a great place to find out what we're offering and all the services and the latest and greatest that we have is all on LinkedIn. And again, it's just Gumi, Gumi group, uh, on LinkedIn. And, um, of course, uh, you all can find me on LinkedIn as well as Mika. And, um, we would love for you to reach out. Uh, and of course she angel investors, um, and invest in her is on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. And you can find us there. Uh, please reach out to both of us. Uh, we'd love to connect with you. And just one last question. I have to know, how did you come up with the name Gumi? Oh, I like to joke all the English names were taken, but it translates into rubber band. So what we do is we stretch body and mind with all of our classes and our sessions. Love it. Love it. Everybody check out Gumi. Thank you, Mika. Thank you so much for everything that you're doing. Have a beautiful week and thanks for tuning in, everybody. Thanks. Remember, if you're looking to launch a business or grow your business, check out our e-course, Six Ways to Fund Your Business, available at sheangelinvestors.com.